Chapter 22, Part 1 of The Wonderful Adventures of Nils by Selma Lagerlof, translated by Velma Swanston Howard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gerald Moe, Tucker, Georgia. The Wind Witch in Nyarke. In bygone days there was something in Yarke the like of which was not to be found elsewhere. It was a witch named Isater Kesa. The name Kesa had been given her because she had a good deal to do with wind and storm, and these wind witches were always so called. The surname was added because she was supposed to have come from Isater Swamp in Asker Parish. It seemed as though her real abode must have been at Asker, but she used also to appear at other places. Nowhere in all Nyarke could one be sure of not meeting her. She was no dark, mournful witch, but gay and frolicsome, and what she loved most of all was a gale of wind. As soon as there was wind enough, off she would fly to the Nyarke plain for a good dance. On days when a whirlwind swept the plain, Isater Kaisa had fun. She would stand right in the wind and spin round, her long hair flying up among the clouds and the long trail of her robe sweeping the ground like a dust cloud, while the whole plain lay spread out under her like a ballroom floor. Of a morning Isater Kaisa would sit up in some tall pine at the top of a precipice, and look across the plain. If it happened to be winter, and she saw many teams on the roads, she hurriedly blew up a blizzard, piling the drifts so high that people could barely get back to their homes by evening. If it chanced to be summer and good harvest weather, Isater Kesa would sit quietly until the first hayricks had been loaded, then down she would come with a couple of heavy showers which put an end to the work for that day. It was only too true that she seldom thought of anything else than raising mischief. The charcoal burners up in the Kill Mountains hardly dared take a catnap, for as soon as she saw an unwatched kiln she stole up and blew on it until it began to burn in a great flame. If the metal drivers from Laksa and Sparta were out late of an evening, Isater Kaisa would veil the roads and the country round about in such dark clouds that both men and horses lost their way and drove the heavy trucks down into swamps and morasses. If on a summer's day the dean's wife at Glanshammer had spread the tea-table in the garden, and along would come a gust of wind that lifted the cloth from the table and turned over cups and saucers, they knew who had raised the mischief. If the mayor of Orebro's hat flew off so that he had to run across the whole square after it, if the wash on the line blew away and got covered with dirt, or if the smoke poured into the cabins and seemed unable to find its way out through the chimney, it was easy enough to guess who was out making merry. Although Isater Kaisa was fond of all sorts of tantalizing games, there was nothing really bad about her. 
one could see that she was hardest on those who were quarrelsome, stingy, or wicked, while honest folk and poor little children she would take under her wing. Old people say of her that once, when Asker Church was burning, a Sater Kaisa swept through the air, lit amid the fire and smoke on the church roof, and averted the disaster. All the same, the Nyarke folk were often rather tired of Isater Kaisa, but she never tired of playing her tricks on them. As she sat on the edge of a cloud and looked down upon Nyarke, which rested so peacefully and comfortably beneath her, she must have thought, the inhabitants would fare much too well if I were not in existence. They would grow sleepy and dull. There must be someone like myself to rouse them and keep them in good spirits. Then she would laugh wildly, and, chattering like a magpie, would rush off, dancing and spinning, from one end of the plain to the other. When a Nyarke man saw her come, dragging her dust trail over the plain, he could not help smiling. Provoking and tiresome she certainly was, but she had a merry spirit. It was just as refreshing for the peasants to meet Isater Kaisa as it was for the plain to be lashed by the windstorm. Nowadays tis said that Isater Kaisa is dead and gone, like all other witches, but this one can hardly believe. It is as if someone were to come and tell you that henceforth the air would always be still on the plain, and the wind would never more dance across it with blustering breezes and drenching showers. He who fancies that Isater Kaisa is dead and gone may as well hear what occurred in Yarke the year that Nils Holgersson travelled over that part of the country. Then let him tell what he thinks about it. End of chapter 22, part 1 Recording by Gerald Moe, Tucker, Georgia